Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, veterinary life coach, life work alignment pro, and UC Davis vet school grad. Hello, my veterinarian friends. Okay, so guys, it turns out that I actually have a lot to say about what to do when you hate your job. So I recorded this episode initially as one episode and then realized that it was really freaking long and I decided to split it into two. So what you're going to hear today is part one on what to do if you hate your job. And there'll be a little homework at the end of it. And then next week, we'll hop into part two, where we'll continue discussing what to do. And we'll also apply some of the stuff that we'll be learning today. So stay tuned. And I hope you enjoy part one of this episode. Hello, my doctor friends. I cannot believe that we are officially at episode number 10 of this podcast. I'm like so excited and even more inspired to keep sharing the process of coaching with you all. If you haven't already, please, please, please subscribe, share, rate, review this podcast. This tells iTunes or Spotify or any other platform that, hey, this stuff is helpful and people are actually listening. And this really helps me to reach more people who could really benefit from learning how to coach themselves. So please share the love. My goal is to reach as many veterinary professionals as possible because we all benefit by keeping our minds healthy. I would also love it if you would hop on over to Instagram and follow me there too. My handle is at DaringDVM. I would love to hear more from you, so please leave me a comment or DM me. That way I can continue to talk about topics that you actually want to hear about. Okay, so last week we talked about acceptance in veterinary medicine and how learning to accept where you are and how your job is does not mean that you have to like it. You can accept it for what it is and still want something different for yourself. In fact, you can be happy with yourself and be at peace with your job regardless of whether you like it or not. And this blows people's minds. We think that we should like our job or that it should make us happy, when in reality, it is only our thoughts about the job that make us happy or unhappy. So what if you're in the position where you really do hate your job? If you just cannot accept the reality of what is, then what do you do? And where do you go from there? This is a topic of discussion that comes up frequently with coaching clients. So I thought it would be helpful to discuss it on the podcast in case this is something you've been struggling with too. When we hate our job, we typically think that the only solution to the problem is to leave and to get a better job. The problem with this line of thinking is that when you go to your new job, you take yourself and your beliefs and your ways of thinking with you. It's actually fairly common for people to leave one job because they hate it, start a new job which seems more promising, and then after a while, start to hate that job too. And the thing is, 
The job itself has nothing to do with your hatred of it. It only has to do with your thinking and perception of it. To quote a little T-Swift, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. And that's not to say that anything is wrong with you, but it is important to acknowledge that you are the constant in these situations. And until you learn to manage your mind, you will keep running into the same or similar problems. The job itself is neutral. The way you feel about it has everything to do with how you are thinking about it. So in this episode, I'm going to share some things to help you think about your job and what it is that you want. So if you currently hate your job and you find yourself thinking things like, this isn't where I should be, this isn't where I thought I would be, I thought I'd be further along by now, I should be doing something more with my life and my career, whatever these nagging little thoughts are, my hope is that you will finish this episode having learned how to change your mindset around your job. And then once you've cleaned up your thinking, you can then decide if you want to get a new job or if you're actually okay to stay where you are. So, lesson number one. Your thoughts always create your experience. If you do not like your job, it is because of the thoughts you have about it. It is not because of your job. It is not because of your boss or your hospital manager. It is not because of your colleague or your support staff. It is not because of your clients. It is not because of the type of work that you're doing. The way that you feel about your job comes from the way that you think about it. And if you find yourself being really resistant to this concept, just sit with it for a minute. Sit with the idea that your feelings about your job come only from your thoughts. If you really allow yourself to think about it, you can see that this is true because everyone at your hospital has a different opinion about it. Your boss, your clients, your technicians, they all have different opinions about what you do and how your job is. And even if you just think of being a veterinarian in general, you can acknowledge that different vets have different opinions about being a vet. Now, if you're in a job where everyone else around you seems to hate it too, it's really because of the negative thoughts that they are having about it. Despite what you want to believe or what you've been taught to believe by society or your parents or your fellow associates, the reason the people around you don't like the job either is because of what they are thinking about it, not because of what's happening there. Our feelings always come from our thoughts, not from our circumstances. Your job, your place of work, is just a circumstance. Your hospital manager, just a circumstance. Your clients, your technicians, they're all just circumstances in your life. And you have a lot of thoughts about your circumstances. So maybe your boss says something to you or interacts with you in a particular way and you feel like shit. The important concept to understand here is that the way your boss behaved or what they said is not making you feel terrible. You feel terrible because of what you are thinking about how they acted or what they said. And the amazing thing about this is that you can change your thoughts about it. You can think whatever you want to about it. The interesting thing is, 
many of you actually understand this on an intellectual level. A lot of my clients will say things like, yeah, I already know this. I know that my thoughts create my feelings. And if this is you, I'm just going to ask you, okay, you know it, but are you actually living it? Because sometimes we intellectually understand that our feelings come from our thoughts. And then you'll tell me, but it always starts with a but, but Amy, if my hospital manager wasn't such a shit manager, then I would like my job more. And you'll be like, but if you only knew my stupid technician, then you'd understand why I want to leave. No, that's not true. It is your thoughts. It's easy to intellectually understand that your thoughts create your feelings and then still tell me that it's actually the circumstance of your job that needs to change in order for you to feel better. This is why having a coach to help you work through this can be so helpful and enlightening. It really starts with taking responsibility for the fact that it's not actually your job or boss or manager or client or whatever. It's the way that you're thinking about it. So yes, many of you will have had negative experiences at a previous hospital and you will have changed jobs because of it. And then after the honeymoon period of your new job, in which you're still thinking positively about it, you'll once again start to think negative thoughts because you haven't truly cleaned up your thinking yet. This is why there's no such thing as a fulfilling job. And there's no such thing as an unfulfilling job. What makes a job fulfilling or unfulfilling is just the way you think about it. The kind of thoughts that create a fulfilling job are thoughts like, this is so fulfilling. This is what I'm meant to do. I am making a difference. I love being here. This is where I want to be. The only reason your new job seems fulfilling is because of the thoughts you're having about it. Some other vet may have just left that job because it wasn't fulfilling to them. But the job is still the same. And the reason you may look at your career and think that you used to be fulfilled, but now you're not, is because you're probably thinking unfulfilling thoughts like, this is not where I want to be. I hate being here. I'm not making a difference. I don't want to do this anymore. I think this is part of the reason why we can sometimes feel so stuck when we are trying to figure out our purpose because we are trying to figure out what that fulfilling job may be, but it's not actually the job that creates the feeling of fulfillment. It's your thoughts. And yes, depending on what your values are, it can be easier or more difficult to have fulfilling thoughts about a particular job or career. But if you have defined what happiness and success look like to you, and you have put thought into what it is that you truly want, and what it is that you enjoy, and how you are going to align your life and career with these things, then you can make it more easy for yourself. What is important to realize is that fulfilling thoughts are available to you at all times in any job, in any career, and in any situation in life. This is why some people can be in terrible situations, living or working conditions, and they can still be happy. And other people can seemingly have it all and still be freaking miserable. 
It all comes back to your thinking. We have over 60,000 conscious and unconscious thoughts a day. And where you can start to regain control and emotional power over your life is by recognizing that you have a conscious mind, your prefrontal cortex, and you can use it to direct your attention. Your reticular activating system can help you direct your thoughts and choose what you want to focus on. This comes back to the concept of confirmation bias. Your brain will show you more of what you are focused on. So if you're focused on mostly negative things, it's going to show you a lot of negative things. And if you find yourself hating your job and you have thoughts like, I just need to find a more fulfilling career. I need to find a place that I like better. Then what will truly help you is to first clean up your thinking and then decide what you're going to do. So here's how you clean up your thinking. First, do a thought download of all the things you like about your job. That's right, what you like about your job. Do it with pen and paper if you can, because it is so much more powerful to physically write it down. Create a list of all the things you like about your job. And I know you're probably thinking, Amy, there isn't anything that I like about my job. I fucking hate it. If this is you, don't worry. Just remember that little concept of confirmation bias, where your brain is always searching for evidence to confirm your beliefs true. Well, use this to your advantage. If you keep telling yourself that you hate your job, your brain will keep showing you everything in your reality that you don't like. And if you happen to have a good day, or something good happens, your brain will just dismiss it. It'll tell you that it's not normal. That was just an exception. And many times you'll completely miss out on recognizing the good because your brain is only looking for evidence of the bad. Believe me, there are reasons that you like your job or the result of your job or else you wouldn't go. And yeah, I hear you saying, but I have to pay my bills. Okay, great. Let that be reason number one that you like your job. You like your job because it allows you to pay your bills. It allows you to pay for things that you would like to receive. You may feel like you want to dismiss this reason, like it's not good enough. But listen, there are actually people in this world who don't give a shit about paying their bills and they don't pay them. You don't want to be one of those people. That's why you have a job. You want to exchange money for what you're getting. So the fact that you get paid for your job that lets you pay your bills is a good reason. So in the spirit of confirmation bias, let's give your brain other good things to look for. What are some other things that you could like about your job? Maybe you like the four-day work week. Maybe you enjoy the crazy shit that comes in after midnight. Maybe you like driving your car over an hour to get to your hospital because you don't want to meet clients at your local grocery store. Maybe it allows you to contribute financially to your household. Maybe it allows you to buy a puppy. There are always going to be reasons that you like your job. And because you've been hating it for a while, at first they will be hard to find. But keep looking. 
keep looking until you find like at least 20 reasons. If you want to challenge yourself, find more. The more the better. Because when you go from focusing on all the negative things to all of the positive things, you'll actually start to feel better too. There are reasons that you like working where you work. Because if you didn't have those reasons at all, then you wouldn't work there at all. Even if it may feel like you have to work, the truth is you don't. There are many people in the world who do not go to work. You don't have to go. You are choosing to go. And recognizing this can be so helpful because you have control over yourself in that you know you are there because on some level, you do want to be there. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not somewhere else you'd rather be, but at least acknowledge that yes, you have your reasons, and yes, you have chosen to be here. Just this concept alone will help you clean up your thinking and move you into an emotional space where you're not spending all this energy hating your job. Listen, the thing is, when you hate your job, you are the one that feels the hate. Your job does not feel the hate. You do. It's the same idea as when you don't like somebody. Half of the time, they don't even know that you don't like them. You're just hating on them from afar. And you're the one who experiences that emotion. Not them. So why hate your job when you're the only one who feels the hate? Okay, my friends. This is where I'm going to break up this episode. What I would like to leave you with is a challenge. I challenge you to think about all the reasons that you like your job this week. Really take the time to sit down and write out at least 20 reasons. Honestly, when I'm doing this for something in my life, I like to challenge myself and think of at least 100 reasons for something. No matter how big or small, it doesn't have to be anything super huge or fancy. Just think of 20 reasons why you like the job or the result of the job that you're currently in. Next week, we're going to use these reasons to start working on and shifting your perspective about your job. We're also going to discuss a few other things on what you can do if you hate your job and how to feel better about it. Okay, my friends, I hope this episode has been short and sweet and given you some stuff to think about. If you hate your job, the answer is not to get out of it as quickly as possible. The key to lasting happiness in your career is to first clean up your thinking. And once you can manage your mind, then you can go about creating what's next. I know that it doesn't feel like it's true right now. But feeling happy really does come from your thoughts and not from your circumstances. All of the thoughts that create happiness for you are available to you right now. If you don't learn to manage your mind and you continue to make your job responsible for your happiness and fulfillment, then wherever you go, you will end up feeling stuck again. The key to loving your work and to creating happiness in your life all comes down to your thinking. If you would like my help with this, you can come coach with me one-on-one -on -one at www.daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. You can be in the Daring DVM coaching program 
and this is where we'll discuss these concepts and tools and apply them to your life. And as always, if you have any questions, please send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at DaringDVM. Trust me, I really would love to hear from you. Okay, my friends, I love who you are, and even more than that, I love who you are becoming. Dare to dream, take care, and we will jump right in on part two next week. If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come check out the Dare to Dream coaching program. It's where you can get individual help applying the concepts to your own life. This is where you can learn new coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will up-level your life even more. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling, just like I once was, to create and cultivate their dream life. Helping you is my favorite thing to do, and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Come join at www.daringdvm.com. That's daringdvm.com. I cannot wait to meet you there.